This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. How are they not able to discern this breakdown of the things you've even been discussing as well and connect it directly to the policies on the left. And I say that not to say that Republicans are good and the, you know, the party of God or the party of the Bible. I don't believe that at all. But it's so obvious that the policies of the left are so harmful for the kind of the original, the traditional American way of life. What is it, Alex? That's a wonderful question, David, and, and I think there are many different facets to this problem. I would say, you know, to start with, I do think a lot of Americans have a very strong sense that something is not right. Uh, you alluded briefly to voter fraud, and I think we've seen massive levels of voting fraud, and I don't think 2020 was the first time that happened. In fact, Democrats used to very loudly complain about this. In 2016, almost every major Democrat talked about the vulnerability of these machines, the vulnerability of our election process. And so I do believe that for a long time, many of our key elections have actually been rigged. I, I don't believe 2020 was the first time we saw that. But um, there are also very real problems like you just alluded to. And I think there are two key things at work here that I want to focus on. And there are others, but the two key ones that I want to focus on, first of all, is the fact that we have lost our biblical moorings. The polling data that uh, has been done, the, the studies that have been done, shows that only a, a very tiny minority of Americans today hold a biblical worldview. Uh, only a small minority of Christians today, of self-proclaimed Christians, hold a biblical worldview. Now, the Bible is a comprehensive set of documents. It deals with virtually every area of life, very much including government. In fact, the Bible talks more about government than it does about heaven, just for some perspective there. And yet, you would never know that if you went into nine out of ten churches in this country, because pastors do not talk about government. Uh, now, I think that's starting to change a little bit. In fact, I've been invited to preach at churches all across America on, you know, what does the Bible say about government? And I think it's an absolutely critical issue. But our pulpits have been silent for far too long, and so your average self-proclaimed Christian today has no idea why God ordained government into existence in the first place. Right? They don't understand why God put government here. The simple answer for why God put government here is to restrain sin, to punish evil. And in fact, the Bible teaches that very, very clearly. You know, we all know Romans 13 says submit to the government. Yes, it does. Romans 13 also gives you a job description of government. Uh, and it's not the only place, but it's the place where it's maybe most clearly articulated. And, you know, Romans 13, uh, it, it says rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil, right? Rulers are supposed to be a terror to evil. Uh, in fact, it says that government officials are supposed to be ministers of God to thee for good. He's the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. That is why God instituted government. And guess what, folks? We don't get to define evil ourselves. God has already done that for us, right? Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't lie, right? I mean, these are very basic principles that God has laid out for us that should govern government. This is why God created government. And unfortunately, Christians today just don't realize that that is why God created government. Uh, there's very little understanding that government's purpose, as defined by God, is not to educate your children, redistribute your wealth, fight climate change, kill babies, start illegal wars. Uh, I mean, th these are all outside of the purview of government. 
And so I think a big source of this problem is that our pulpits have been silent on this, and I think the results have been catastrophic, right? The the flip side of this, which is directly related, is the educational system. We now have had three, maybe four generations of Americans who have primarily been not just educated, but discipled by a godless system of so-called education, by an anti-biblical system of education. If you search the scriptures in every single reference you find to educating and bringing up and raising and discipling children, it's always the responsibility of parents, of moms and dads, not the government, and not even church. I mean, the church has a lot of important functions, including equipping the saints. The church should be helping parents and families to disciple and, and educate and raise up their children in the fear and the discipline and the admonition of the Lord. But ultimately, that is the parent's job. And yet, as a result of this silence in the pulpits, we have now entrusted our children to an unbiblical institution, to Caesar, and not just any Caesar, right? It'd be one thing if we had you know, a government that respected God's laws, a government that respected the word of God, but we don't. We have a government that flagrantly lies, a government that has not just permitted the slaughter of over 60 million unborn babies, but facilitated that slaughter, funded that slaughter with the money that they took out of our pockets. That's the system that has been educating and, and discipling multiple generations of Americans. And so, you know, I, I tell people they're not going to have to steal elections within a generation or two. If you look at the polling data, the overwhelming majority of my generation, uh, millennials, we describe ourselves as socialists. A minority of millennials today describes themselves as Christians. Uh, and this is because, again, to just kind of summarize, pastors have been silent. They have not been preaching the whole counsel of God. Right? If we are truly Christians, Jesus Christ needs to be the Lord of every area of our lives, of our politics, of our families, of our businesses. Right, And so our pastors have not taught that. And unfortunately, parents have not fulfilled their biblical responsibility to raise up their children in the fear and the discipline and the instruction and the admonition of the Lord. And that has created a perfect storm where government is actually quite literally doing the opposite of what it's supposed to be doing. It is punishing the good, it is persecuting the good, and it is protecting and promoting evil. And so God help us. I don't know how we get out of this mess without some sort of miraculous intervention or without you know revival where Americans suddenly go to the word of God and read what it has to say and then not just become hearers of the word, but also doers of the word. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.